Good afternoon. This is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. Um, it's the 10th of November. We just published our fourth quarter investment outlook and I'm now going to run through our key thoughts about where markets are headed over the coming quarter and indeed where they're headed next year. Well, this year has certainly been a year to remember. Um, there has been a sort of a very big dispersion of returns from various markets. So leading the way, we've had gains in technology stocks of close to 40%. Um, we've had Chinese equities up close to 30% year to date. And even gold has managed to gain of sort of over 20%. But um, bringing up the tail and very much underperforming other markets being UK equities with um, UK equities actually generating returns or generating losses of close to 15%. So big dispersion in returns. And I think what this very much highlights is the importance of having a diversified portfolio if you wish to minimise um, the volatility of the returns you're going to be getting. So, as I say, a year to remember, and in fact, the recovery in equities has been one of the fastest ever. Um, even by September, equity markets were actually back up testing their all-time highs in, in February. And over the last couple of months, we've had quite a lot of volatility. But after the bout in the last couple of days, actually markets are now breaking through their September highs. And the reason why um, equities have done so well is essentially because um, we've had massive policy stimulus and this has, at least in the initial stage of the recovery, engineered quite a fast bounce in economic activity. And business of confidence is basically back to where it was before um, COVID hit the economies. This all sounds um, very encouraging um, and in one sense you know the factors which drove the recovery in markets, the recovery in economies will continue and that is the massive policy stimulus you've seen. Um, not only have the central banks slashed interest rates and the prospect is now that interest rates will remain at these very low levels, um, certainly for the next two or three years, possibly even longer. So the massive monetary stimulus is here to stay. But also we've had you know, substantial fiscal stimulus. Um, in the last week or so, we've had news that um, in the UK, the furlough scheme is now being extended into a March. And following Biden's victory in the States, we're probably going to see um, a fiscal stimulus package there. It's not going to be of the size that Biden wanted to implement, just because it looks like the Republicans will retain control of the Senate. But even in the States, we are probably going to see sort of renewed fiscal stimulus. So this policy stimulus, I think, is here to stay. Um, the other good news at the moment is that um, vaccines, um, the vaccine news has been obviously very positive in the last couple of days. We've had news that the Pfizer vaccine is effective in preventing infections in 90% of people, and this clearly is a major step forward, but you shouldn't think that this is a silver bullet. Um, and I say that because um, clearly it's going to take time for this to be rolled out to, in any significant extent. Um, there's still deba debate about how long any immunity will last, and also um, a sizable chunk of the population apparently will not be willing to take the vaccine, even if it is available. So definitely a step in the right direction. 
Definitely, I think um, it means that next year economies should, as it were, continue to move on to um, back towards sort of pre-COVID levels of activity. But still, in the short term, um, the fact of the matter is that infections are still rising quite fast in Europe and also the States. And what that means is actually, um, particularly in the UK and Europe, we're now looking at the prospect of a double dip in the fourth quarter for the economy. And this is not going to change just because, as it were, because of the latest news um, from Pfizer. Um, and I think sort of what is, you know, has become very evident um, this year is that there's really one economy which has done so much better than the rest, and that is basically China. Um, China, in a way, for China, um, COVID is almost already um, a distant memory. Um, Chinese growth is back in positive territory. Uh, China is the one economy this year which is um, going to see actually positive growth. And this is a marked difference from what's going on elsewhere. Um, even though we have had quite a sort of fast rebound in activity, the fact of the matter is that activity in the likes of Europe and the UK and to a lesser extent the States is still significantly below where we were at the beginning of the year. So moving in the right direction, but we do think um, you're going to hit a temporary sort of roadblock, as it were, um, in the UK and Europe for the next couple of months or three months. And then things should start to move in the right direction again. So what does this mean for equity markets? Well, in a sense, I think what it means is that um, short term, at least following the recent bounce, the fact that um, equity markets are now back above their highs pre-COVID suggests that um, short term, at least, equities don't have that much more upside. And I say that because if you look at valuations um, following their recent gains, they are on the high side. Um, if you look at the price earnings ratio for global equities, it's up to 19 times. Um, it's actually at a 20 year high. Um, this isn't as worrying as it first seems, just because relative to bonds, and bonds are basically yielding almost nothing these days. So the 10 year gilt yield in the UK is all of 0.4%. Relative to bond yields, if you look at the dividend yield, actually equities still look okay. So the very high level of price earnings ratio not as worrying as it first looks, but definitely I still think it means that it's unlikely that valuations are going to be able to rise much further. And I think if, if anything does go wrong in the next sort of couple of months or so, then it does just mean equities are more vulnerable to a correction. So short term, probably not much more upside for equities. I think the good news from the vaccine is now priced in, but certainly looking through next year, if we're right, and as it were, the vaccine, along with increased testing um, and more rapid testing, this does mean that social distancing measures gradually can be reduced substantially. Um, then I think what it means is the economies will resume their upward path, and that means equities will have some more upside. Not massive, but um, the fact of the matter is that bonds are yielding so little these days that even if equities you only get sort of single digit returns over the next year, which is probably quite possible, you're still gonna be doing quite a lot better than, than bonds. Um, particularly government bonds, the outlook is not great. Um, yields are probably gonna be heading higher and you could actually be seeing outright capital losses. Corporate bonds, you have got high yields, 
possibly you're going to see returns of sort of 2% or so, but not much more than that. So we definitely think that return prospects remain significantly higher for equities over the coming year, um, even if they're not that high in absolute terms. Within equities, which regions or themes do we favour? Um, regionally, we think you've really still got to start stick with Asia and particularly China. And this is very simply because that economy will continue, we think, to do substantially better than the rest of the world. Um, we are cautious on the UK and the US. The US is more about valuations. Valuations are pretty expensive. And the UK, um, even though it has underperformed substantially this year and valuations are cheap, fact of the matter is the UK economy has been one of the worst hit by COVID and Brexit, which is obviously still yet to be resolved, whether we get a deal or not, um, that is another unwelcome drag, at least short term, on the economy. So despite cheap valuations, we may remain somewhat cautious on the UK. The other thing we're emphasising very much um, is that you do need to have exposure to particular themes within equities. We think this case has been strengthened by COVID. Uh, the difference between the winners and the losers um, is all the greater. And some of the themes we're favouring continue to like um, technology and artificial intelligence. Um, you're not going to see the sort of sharp outperformance you've had in the last few years, but still we think it is a winner. Um, healthcare again, um, a lot of sort of positive long-term growth there because of ageing populations and massive innovation. And then environmental change. Um, clearly, you know, governments, um, corporations and individuals and investors are all very much focused on this area. So just to wrap up, um, we do think equities do have further upside from here over the coming year, just not much upside for the next couple of months or so. Um, we do think equities will do significantly better than fixed income. Um, the outlook for government bonds particularly is not that great. And within equities, we are very much favouring particular themes and favouring Asia over other markets. Okay, I will wrap up there and um, we will be back again in a quarter's time. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.